0: MUS 143 is a podcast dedicated to music lovers where we're going to review albums we believe are great and hopefully you'll think they're great as well we created this podcast to be able to express our love for the music the artists and the producers who put their heart and soul into making these great recordings we're going to talk about production lyrics and other fun facts related to the albums we want to build a community of people like us who truly love and appreciate music, where we can bond and have dialogue about the greatest songs ever made. And together, we can all make time for our love of music. Action. Welcome to MUS 143. My name is Mr. Pone. And I'm JG. And today we're going to be covering Janet Jackson's Control album. Now, you know this album actually came out... February 4th of 86, right? So, um, you know, that was Uncle James' birthday, too, so we got to shout out Uncle James. Oh, you know that. Okay, all right. Happy birthday. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I had uh, seen this interview where Jimmy Jam was talking about, like, how they met and how the whole album got set up or whatever. So we're going to get into a couple of the facts about the album. So Jam said that they actually met Janet at a time concert you know, I guess sometime prior or whatever. So, you know, this is like 85, you know, they had already been, blat- you know, banging out the hits, right? Right. So they were supposed to be working with Sharon Bryant on her album. Now, you know, Sharon Bryant was with Atlantic Star, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? The one that sing like circles and all that. Right, right, right. And you know, Atlantic Star is crazy dope. We love Atlantic Star, love Absolutely. Sharon Bryant. <laughs> Supposedly working with her, something happened. I don't even know why it didn't, you know, happen. But they was real cool with the guy John McClain over at AM. And they had like a roster artist. And Janet was on that roster. So they chose Janet, right? Right. And but they was like, we want to do the whole album. Usually they, you know, they was doing, you know, maybe like three or four joints for a group or something like that. But right. they was like, nah, we want to do the whole album. So the dude was like, cool. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, Janet, she go out to Minneapolis, fly out there. Because, you know, that that's where a lot of them them albums was made. You know what I'm saying? They would have to fly out and actually go to Minnesota and, and actually sit down and work with them dudes. Right. So she go out there. They, you know, four or five days, they just kicking it. They going to the movies, They going to a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Just hanging out. So yeah. by the time they get, by the time they get to like the fifth day, Jan is like, yo, when we gonna start working on this album. Like, are we good, you know, are we gonna get to work? <laughs> right. And they like, oh yeah, we already been working. So they show her the lyrics to control. Right. right. So she's like, Oh, this is what we've been talking about. Like, is is that what we're gonna do? Like, we're gonna, you know, work on this album like this. So um he was like, Yeah, that's how we're gonna do it. You know, whatever we talk about, we're gonna we're gonna do it like that. And it was just on after that. So um, the great thing about this album, they sold over 10 million records with this joint. Damn. Right. Yeah. 10 million records. Jamie Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> J- Jam and Lewis won the Grammy in 87 for Producers of the Year, which they absolutely deserve. You know what I'm saying? And the album has seven singles. Yeah. No. It,
1: it only had nine tracks on it. So <laughs> it was
0: seven singles. Right. So everything was a smash. It's an absolute masterpiece. Now let's get into uh, some of the songs on the album, right? So let's talk about Control. What you think about Control?
1: Man, yo, Control is dope because, like you said before, she kind of had two um, albums prior to this one. And I feel like this was kind of like that, that you know, I'm reclaiming my power type type of deal. I feel like she really was able to kind of come out of her shell and become a young woman making this uh making this record and the way that this record was written man it was just like that's exactly what was happening
0: mhm mhm yeah now I'm gonna tell you one of the things that really stood out to me in control right the bridge right like the right. The, the bridges the the bridges where you hear that got my own oh my like yeah yo, man psh, it's like the track was already rocking. Right. And then when they hit you with the bridge, you like, ugh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, they they this whole album, they was Bridge Masters. Like they just bridge masters in general, but the whole album, yo, the bridges is crazy. Absolutely. And and Absolutely. I don't know. Did you did you ever see the control video?
1: Yeah, yo. It's funny because, you know, doing the research or whatever. And um actually uh uh, like don't listen to the album that like watching the video again at, after all this time is like, yo, she looks so young and mm-hmm. it's just the dances was just so old to me. I mean, in a good way, you know what I'm saying? Right. Seeing them again after all this time, it was pretty crazy. Um, right. I really enjoyed the video though. Like looking back.
0: Yeah. Cause it, you know, the, the video was like a movie, right? right. And that's what made it cool. You know what I'm saying? She coming out the crib. You see, she was about to jump in the Suzuki Samurai. <laughs> yeah, she had the Samurai, bro. And then you got Flight Time pulling up. They in the drop top. They cutting up. You <laughs> right. got Jam and Lewis. You got Jelly Bean. You got Jerome. And did you right. see them dudes? They in the car eating a, a, eating a gang of chicken. Yeah, it was crazy, dog. Dog, yeah. they was killing that chicken, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I, I really love the video because with them being on stage with her like it you know it was almost like a purple rain kind of thing you right. know what i'm saying where they was rocking with her you know the producers then her and Jerome is dancing you know what i'm saying like i was i was really digging that like right. that's classic yeah. So what you think about the song Nasty?
1: Yo, Nasty is crazy cuz um first of all, just the vibe of that song and that produ- the production on that joint like, you know, it's just something about the way that that song like how they got that song to come to be and then the lyrics kind of just tied everything together. Um Nasty is one of them songs where it's just like you just enjoy it. every time you hear it, you know what I mean? She hit you with the give me the beat right at the beginning mm-hmm. of that joint. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you already know it's gonna be on. Um that it's just that's one of them joints, man, where it's like she really was like, like I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna talk to y'all about, you know, these all these these I wanna be, you know, I wanna I wanna be uh uh treated with respect, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, I can I can I can deal with some of these nasty dudes too, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's pretty wild.
0: And you know what I noticed about Nasty? Yo, I love the way the vocals was mixed. Right. Like that really that really stood out to me, the way they mixed the vocals on the song. I was like, oh, yeah, they they took that to another level. And what was dope about the video, I don't know if you noticed, you know Paula Abdul was in the video. Damn, nah, I ain't even peeped at Yeah, she was in the video, because you know she did the choreography. Oh, uh, okay, that makes sense. And the choreography was, was, was ill in the video. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it was just cool seeing... You know, so you get you got Paul Abdul in the because you know, this is this is probably 80, they might have did the video in 87. I don't know exactly when they did the video, but Paula hadn't really did that solo thing just yet. You right. know what I'm saying? So, but now looking back on it, you get to see, you know what I mean, Paul Abdul was in the video. So that was pretty cool. So let's um let's talk about what have you done for me lately. Um And actually, you know what? When you hear that sound right there, that means uh, we're going into our production standout segment. This is a record that I choose from the album that stood out to me production wise and I'm gonna tell you why this song stood out to me production wise right now let me let me just talk about this is a song that's kind of like a women empowerment joint. you know right. what I'm saying like for all the dudes that was was cutting up and, and wasn't doing what they were supposed to do, you know so when a woman hear a record like this, especially this song came out of the top of eighty six you know, so when it's always like a new year, new thing, right? You know what I mean? That's always gonna like, you know, people gonna change and be like, look, I ain't that stuff you was doing in 85, I ain't do, we ain't doing that no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for this to be that type of record, right? Usually men don't like these types of records. You right. know what I'm saying? Because it makes them feel some type of way. But the thing is, is after they get done doing the whole the girl talk. As soon as you hear that, yo, the the bass line and the kick, right, is crazy on this record, right? So, and, and and all I could think about is when this song came out, the DJ throwing it on. Even if you never heard it, the people had no choice but to go to the dance floor, right? Before she even started singing, the whole. You know what I'm saying? Used to be your time with, not before even, but just that, the, the, the track hitting. Right. Like the way it come on, yo, it's like, yo, you ain't had no choice but to go to the dance floor. You know what I'm saying? Right. The baseline is magnetic on that song. You know what I'm saying? And again, we got to talk about the bridge. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah. the bridge that the the uh I never rest for more than not yeah. yo it's crazy. Come on. I know. The it's bridges just... is crazy. It's fantastic. Right? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And then and then I'm gonna tell you what what else is ill about the record. So, you know, obviously it's like a dance joint, right? Yeah. At the end of the song, you got this. Jazzy piano kind of thing going on. You know what I'm talking about when, when they be like dun 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 yeah dun and you would never even think that that would work on this type of record, but it does, and it really just goes to show like the genius of them dudes. You know what I'm saying? That just do what they feel, and because they, they knew it felt right. So yeah, like that's why the record, the record really stood out. You know to me, and um, I think it's funny too because you know a lot of dudes, um. You know, from 85, you know they got cut, bro. In 86, I <laughs> dude is probably still sick to this day. Absolutely. When this song came out, it jammed them up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They still thinking about that woman that they lost. Yeah. what what so what you think about the record the record for me was just like
1: it, it, i guess it had a strong message behind it you know what i'm saying one that she she felt that she needed to kind of get off her chest you know what i'm saying like you got she's a young she's a young woman at this time and like dealing with relationships here and there you know she just, you're going to come across those type of situations where somebody ain't doing what they supposed to be doing so i mean i i can i, I really I love the song, man. I, just the vibe of the song, the the uh the sounds. It, it's just the thing is, is that there's not enough to say about this this song and and uh just this record in general, yo. It's just kind of like
0: phenomenal. It's perfect, right? It's true. That's true. And 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 again, you know, you got um you know Paul Abdul was in this video mm-hmm. too. You know what I'm saying? And actually she was actually dancing in this video. Like you, if you, yeah, you go check out the video cause she did the choreography and you can actually see right. her like, you know, in, in, in the video dances. So that was pretty cool too. You know what I'm saying? Um, so now let's talk about the pleasure principle. Mm-hmm. Now, actually, um, you know, this song was actually written and produced by Monty Moore, right? A lot of people think it was done by mm. Jamie Lewis. So, my you know, Monty Moore was in the time. He was like a keyboard man along with Jimmy oh, Jam. okay. Right? So he actually wrote and produced this this record. Um, but, I, you know, I want you to get into, you know, what you think about it. I just wanted to um, drop that little fun fact. Yeah. You know so the
1: thing of, I, so I listened to The Pleasure Principles, man, and I, like, lyrically, I just tried to kind of understand where she was coming from. This is a, this is one of those songs where it's kind of written in a way that you kind of got to dig a little bit. Mm-hmm. But still, you know, you still get the you get the gist of what she's trying to say. But it's almost like you know, in their relationship, they're going in two different directions, and she's not going to settle for anything less than what she feels like she deserves. You know what I'm saying? And um, just and then just getting off of the the lyrical side of it, the just the the, the just the song, man. Like it's it's poppy. It's 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 just it's just one of them joints where it's like, it makes you feel good listening to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. even if it, even if Absolutely. it doesn't apply to you, it's kind of one of them joints where you can kind of vibe to it still, you know what I mean? And
0: ain't nothing right. wrong with that. Right. That's the truth. And you know, um, this is one, like you said, this one of them records, man, I love the production and the vocal arrangement, like the way that she's singing right. it. You know what I'm saying? It's just man this this record's powerful. Right. You know what I'm saying like the yeah, the pleasure principle and you know there's a um you know that crazy like guitar thing at the end like the guitar riff yeah. and that, da, 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 you yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like to to throw that in there it just gave it, it, it even more edge than it already it already right. had. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah, pleasure principle man that's 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 a that's a special joy. So you know right what's there.
1: you know what's crazy? You know what what I picked out too, um, like production mm-hmm. wise, was that like um, this kind of gave me a. Uh, it was kind of reminiscent of listening to uh, the glamorous life the Sheila E. Joint. I feel like um, mm-hmm. it was just something about that, the way that, that the drums came off and the the uh, just the vibe of the song. It just reminded me of that, and I was like, man, this joint is this joint is tight. You might
0: think about us getting into the song of the week
1: i'm cool about the song of the week
0: all right so the song of the week these are going to be some songs that you may know you may not know but we think they're great so we want to highlight them and hopefully you'll want to give them a listen this week um so this week our song of the week is human by the human league um so you know the you know the human league was a little band out of england um and they actually worked with jam and lewis on their crash album But, you know, they had that hit, um, that, don't you want me, baby?
1: Yeah, that's That's the joint right there.
0: Yeah, so that's the Human League. You know what I'm saying? I I, I ain't even know that. So, yeah, yeah, that's their joint. So, this record, Human, um, again, it's another one of those great Jam and Lewis melodies. Like, you know Jam and Lewis records, you don't even need no lyrics. Right. You know what I'm saying for roof real, for real, like you could straight listen to the instrumentals and be gone, right. you know what I'm saying, right. and this is one of them type of records, like they made I feel like they made music that you could feel and 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 not just listen to like you could really feel their music, you know, um, you know they got uh lisa keith on the background vocals you know i love lisa keith mm-hmm. um you know lisa keith did you know she was on criticize oh that's about, um, that's the joint i love that joint. Yeah. she did the lead on making love in the rain
2: But it means so much to me I'll buy this together While the rain
0: She sang "Well, Ice Cream Dream," the journal, on more money. Oh yeah! Like she did a lot of jam and Lewis records, so she's on the background vocals on this joint. Um, but I'm going to tell you what what really was ill about the record is even though it sounds so beautiful, um, you know, it's like the dude, he's like pleading his case for forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? For what he did. Right. But then at the end of the record, the woman tells him, basically, I just did the same thing you did. Like, you know, are you going to forgive me? So she says the tears I cry aren't tears of pain. They're only to hide my guilt and shame. Right, I forgive right. you. Now I asked the same of you. Right. While we were apart, I was human too. Mm. Oh. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's so it's like right you there. listen to the whole joint and then she said that hey, it, it hit you. You right. know what I'm saying? Because you already, they already got you in a certain type of vibe. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Um, but what did you think about the record?
1: So what's crazy about this joint, yo, it is it it really reminds me of how um a great producer and great writer can really change the trajectory of like how uh artists may come across in, in their in their album or whatever right this reminds me of like when i listened to the uh the madonna cut that um that babyface produced it take a bow was, take a bow it was like Ooh. for babyface to be able to write the john produce the john and then kind of pass it on to madonna and in the way that she performed it it was like wow. And this kind of really reminds me of that same situation. You can even like, even the way that, um, the the human league come across, you can kind of hear it like that Jammin' Lewis, uh, influence as soon as it comes on, it's kind of like crazy to me. So Mm -hmm. just product, just production wise, it's wild. Right. But then, you know, you, like you said, getting into the, to the lyrics man it's just like they really thought that song through that ain't that ain't something that you just yeah. you know what I mean that ain't no fly by night you know R&B song yeah that's the truth so um they really they really did their thing so if you get a chance to listen to it man you take the time cuz it's
0: a dope cut absolutely and, and you know cuz it makes you think about like you know the whole like long distance relationship thing or you know an artist or an entertainer they out on the road um, cuz basically he's telling her you know, many nights I long to hold you. Like almost like he was thinking about her. Right. Even though he did what he did, it's like you, it wasn't that you weren't on my mind. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, to to do what he did, it's like he's he's trying to give her a, a righteous excuse. You know yeah. what I'm saying? on what went down. So, like you said, that that record was very well thought out. Right. You know? Um, yeah, so man, that's a that's a classic. If you if you heard it. You know what we're talking about. If you haven't, take some time, listen to the record uh, Human by the Human League. Mm. Please forgive me.
2: The tears I cry come tears of pain. They're only to hide my guilt and shame. I forgive you, now I ask the same of you. While we were apart, I was human too. Mm.
0: so let's get back into this this uh masterpiece of an album control so the next record we're going to talk about is when i think of you talk to me
1: so when i think of you man is like it's just one of them joints again it's like a it's a feel good joint you know one of them love songs that you really don't hear too much of these days man but it's like man it's just the way that she came off on it um the way that she sang it too like you know the 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 arrangement of that song um just just the, the 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 amount of passion that's being put down man you can hear all of that in the record um the hook is crazy <laughs> you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. like everything about this record man it's just again it's just phenomenal right
0: right yeah to me man when i think of you it's just a feel good record like the record just feels so good. Like you said, the way she's singing it, mm-hmm. it looked like she was having a good time singing. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It seems like one of them joints, like when you go to the studio, you only need one, two takes because you are you're so motivated to, right. to make sure that it sounds because you you really love it, you know? And it just makes you like really think about like having the best day. With the one you love, like you know, nothing can go wrong that day. You know what I mean? You got that joint on, everything is all good. Um, and again, you got a smash bridge. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yo, the bridges are just ridiculous. They ahead
1: of their time, man.
0: Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? And and when I think of you, feel so good, right? Like you listening to it. And the song is only four minutes long, but you wish it was eight minutes long. Right. Like, that's how good the record feels. Like, by the time you really, now it's cutting off on you. You got double back. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, When I Think of You is an incredible, incredible record. Let's talk about he doesn't know I'm alive. What you think about that?
1: So what's funny about this song is uh, I got a chance to kind of sit with it, listen to it. And um, it's funny because this kind of reminds me of like 80s, you know, your young girl or whatever. right? right. And um, it's like, you know, you're trying to get noticed and you really want to know this guy that, that, you know, you're around, but he don't notice you or, you know, and it's just, it's pretty, Mm -hmm. it's pretty crazy the way that they wrote that. And, um, she just she was doing the most but uh it was like one of them joints where man like you could tell that um like that's something as an adolescent that you go through you know what i'm saying like you know you want to you yeah. want to feel that somebody likes you too so um this is just one of them joints that you know is very relatable i'm sure at the time i mean and even now so yeah dope
0: cut right Like, yeah, like you said, it, it really takes you back to when you was a teenager and you had that big crush. You know what I'm saying? You pick up the phone, dial the number, and then she actually answered the phone or they actually answer the phone. And right. then you just bang on them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, right, right. you would bang on them hard. So you can't really bang yeah. on nobody nowadays. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we used to really had to bang on people.
1: Yeah, you can't click the button hard. It not It ain't going to mm-hmm. work. You know yeah. what I'm
0: saying? But, yeah, it really takes you back to that time. And what's funny is if you know at the end of the song, you see she she pumped out at yeah, the end of the record, yeah, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She gonna say, I thought my friend lived here. Now you went all the <laughs> way to the homeboy crib and he opened the door and you gonna talk about, oh, I thought my friend you know, lived damn here. well.
1: Your friend did not live there.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that was funny yeah. to me, you know? I mean, what I'm my saying? thing is I would have um, thought that
1: was creepy. Like, you know what I mean? I I'm I keep seeing right. you do stuff and I'm like, uh, this is kind of weird. Like, what's what's going on right. with? Right.
0: Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So that that cracked me up, but uh, again, if you notice um you got Lisa Keith on the background vocals, you know, I I got I got to, you know, I got to talk about that. Um, you know, you got Lisa Keith on the backgrounds. But yeah, another, another great record. Like the whole the thing about this album, because you know, later on we gotta get into our our top mm-hmm. three, but the whole album hits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that means something, man. When you can put together an album with nothing but hits, right, oh, and it makes the it makes the top three so difficult. Absolutely. But we're gonna talk about that. Um so let's talk about let's wait a while oh whoa again <laughs> you know when you when you hear that sound that means uh we about to get into our lyrical showcase segment um so tell them about the lyrical so, showcase
1: man the, the, so the lyrics on "Let's Wait a While" is kind of one of those it, it this really brings me back to a time where you know like you really you know you care for somebody you know what i'm saying and um you know things are going well and you know what i mean like you're, you're really enjoying that person's company and you know you thinking that you think you're ready to take it to the next level and then it's like, you know, she's like, well, you know, just, you know, let's take our time on this one. Cause you know, we got you know, we got time. You know what I mean? It ain't no ain't no sense in rushing it. And for me, it just felt mm-hmm. like it was it felt like, you know, back in my high school days, you know what I'm saying? Where, um, you know, things like that would happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, you think that you you ready and and, you know, you know, she, she, she lets you know what time it is. And ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, this, the, the lyrics on this is just like, it, it, it takes you on a ride. And the thing is, is that the way that they set the piano up, uh, Jam and Lewis set the piano up at the beginning, man. And then just the, 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 the ballad sound, it's just, it's just like a, that, it's just that, that vibe that really gets you like, man, like, this is a love song for real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is one that you hold that person that you got with you close. Right. This is this is one of them joints. So, I mean, lyrically, right. man, they, they really came off with this one. And I love when Jam and Lewis do ballad joints.
0: Right, right. And um, so what's interesting about this song for me, you know, when I was a, a young boy, um, you know, I, I, I stayed with a blank tape on me because you never know when you <laughs> right, had to right, record right. something. You know what I'm saying? And it was this kid I knew, you know, his mom used to have a lot of vinyl and she had the Uh Control album. And I always loved this song. So I recorded the song, you know, um, off of him. And I would just play the song over and over as a kid. You know what I'm saying? This was one of those songs that got me early. It just always felt like a great song. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this song, it means a lot to me because it really takes me back to my childhood. And, And it's just one of those classic slow jams like it's 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 just incredible we know. But one of the things that you know I, I thought was 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 funny was the video, right? You mm. know you got mm. you got uh you got Bruce Leroy in the video, right? <laughs> and if you know, as soon as the video start, he looked tight, right? Right now you right. got to think it looked like it was dead winter, New York City. My man is on a rooftop blowing smoke out his nose. He hot, right? Right now. Right. I ain't seen bull this hot when they when they ran up in Daddy Green's pizza he wasn't this hot <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying he it's wasn't right, even right. that mad this so you know he was hot now if you peep right, right. so first he take her to the movies he take her to see Casablanca right then yeah. then he took her out to dinner right so as soon as they come out to dinner he tried to call the taxi you know what I'm saying he waved out yeah. the taxi and she you know she she wasn't having it right right so. What what trips me out is somehow they wound up at the crib, right? But he still ain't getting no kiss. You know what I'm saying? Right. So then he, that's when he went up to the rooftop. He's sick. You know yeah, what, what I'm mad. saying? And I don't even think he ever got a kiss in the video. You right. know what I'm saying? Like he tried to act like he was cool with it at the end, but no, homeboy was tight about that.
1: I'm sure everybody's been in that situation. We're like, damn, like I I don't get a like a kiss <laughs> right? him like that. So, you know. That's, it's very relatable in that in that respect, right
0: so. you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah man she she wasn't she wasn't giving no kiss up in that nah. video she, ain't, she wasn't happy. right you know what I mean, <laughs> all right, so let's talk about funny how time flies. This is the last record on the album. Tell me what you think about that,
1: yo so this this record is so ill, right. So the, first of all, she comes off with the French the French Ooh, French, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. When she hits you with that, it's just like, oh, she's about to take it right. there." And then, you know, like, just that, yo, that hook, oh my God, yo, like who you would think that uh, like a hook written like this, like as simple as it is, couldn't be this dope, but it's it's just it's crazy. And then the vibe behind the you know the they got to put the the production behind it, man, and they they kill it every time every time, every time, um, yeah, this is just one of them joints where like you know when you when you you know when it's when it's when it's going down, you know it's you 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 kind of lose track of time mm-hmm. with that person that you with, you know what i mean like and and uh it's all too relatable, everything on this album is relatable, um for you know, for for a young person at that time, man. This is why like I I'm that's why it was so impactful. That's why I sold so many records. When you got a relatable record like that, man, and um, you know, you got millions and millions of people who who feel that that same thing you was feeling when you sang it. You know what I mean? Like you doing something. Right. So
0: That's the truth. Yeah, like you said, man, this is this is one of those songs um that's just so good production wise and vocally you know what i'm saying and it always reminds me every time i hear it, i think of those you know those quiet storm radio shows they used to play back in the day Right. it was all it was like right. a quiet storm joint you know you a kid you in the back seat looking up at the at the black sky you know what i'm saying <laughs> like but this is the time when they would play that right. song so you know it was just like always that type of vibe you know what i'm saying and What's ill about the song is there's not even really a lot to the verses, right? True. But true. it has you hypnotized throughout the whole song that you don't even notice it. You know what I'm saying? And then they got these uh, little guitars that come in at the end. I mean, the record really just puts you in a zone, man. It was, it was another masterful slow jam by Jamie Lewis. You know what I'm saying? I'm, they 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 slow right. jam masters. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a bona fide classic.
1: You know what's funny um, about this record too? Is that like mm-hmm. this song is kind of like the soundscape of how her next couple of albums like you could hear the maturity in this record, you know what I'm saying?
0: I like that. You know, yeah. so like
1: that's it's immediately when I hear it, it reminds me of like maybe a couple of years down the line, Janet, you know what I mean? So this is, right, this is definitely one right. of those, one of the dopest cuts.
0: know what time it is oh yeah you know what i'm saying we got we got to get into that top three and and with an album like this Mm. it's not easy right it might not even be fun you know what i'm saying because you really gotta when you when you come up with that top three you gotta be like i don't wanna yeah i want this but you know what i'm saying so right i'm gonna let you jump it off (laughs) let's go three two one and, 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 and uh, you know, tell me what the favorite joint is. You know, start with your third. All
1: right. So my number three is Control. My number three mm.
0: is Control. Okay. I
1: feel like um, I've, the reason why I did Control so much is because of the way that it was written. I feel like this really uh, put a stamp on the album. Even though it kicked off the album, it kind of let you know where and what direction Janet was going at the time um Mm -hmm. so that's definitely one of the reasons why um and then just the just the vibe on that record man it was just like like i ain't let nobody tell me nothing you know what i'm saying like i'm i'm taking care of my own self my own business so yeah it definitely was uh that's definitely my number three for sure
0: okay okay
1: uh my number two uh, I'm gonna go with funny how time flies. And you know, we kinda mm. we kinda talked about that. Uh it's just I mean, like you said, man, as 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 simple as that song lyrically sounds, it's just a it's a hypnotic thing. And every time you hear it, it takes you on a ride somewhere. You know what I'm saying? That's something you just right. vibe out to. So um that's definitely gonna be my number two. And mm-hmm. my number one is let's wait a while, man. You you know, that that's Woo! that thing is heat, yo. Like like I there's not there's not any time that that joint comes on where it's like now nah, I don't feel like hearing that. Like I love that right. song with a passion. So um, Exactly. That's just one of them joints where you know, you really go, you know, when you when you win your feelings, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You throw that joint on and uh that's that's a that's a dope cut. You know what I mean? So that's my number 1.
0: All right. Now I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you what was so great about that is our our top 3 differs a little bit, but there's no wrong answers, Uh, right? right? right. So it's like, whoever's out there listening, we want y'all to come up with y'all top three, put it in the comments. We want to be able to have that dialogue because at the end of the day, the music is great. You know what I'm saying? So everybody might not have the same three records. Some people, you know, it might've depended on where you was at in your life. You know, certain records are going to stand out to people differently. You know what I'm saying? But at the end, it's all great music. Um, And that's what's so great about this top three. You know, we want to have that, community of people talking about it and, and having that dialogue, you know what I'm saying? So we can all share what it is that we like. Um mm-hmm. so I'm going to get into my top 3. My number 3 mm-hmm. is the pleasure principle.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Now I'm going to tell you. So pleasure principle, right? Like I said earlier. I love the First of all, I love the production, but I love the way she's singing it. You know what I'm saying? Like I really love the way she sings this song. You know what I'm saying? Like, this song, it's just my joint. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? My number two, When I Think of You. Really? When I Listen, the thing about When I Think of You, right, it feels so... Like, you really got to sit back, throw When I Think of You, and then think about what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. the record just feels so good. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, a feel-good record, you can never go wrong with one of them. That when I think, every time I hear when I think of you, just the way, and even how they got that build up that when I think, yo, like, that's a smash. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So that's my number two favorite record on the album. Let's Wait a While. Right. Got to give it to, to, yeah, yeah. Let's Wait a While, man. I mean, that's just one of the greatest slow jams. Like, I mean, they totally, Totally killed it with that. The way they had her singing it, the the melody, it's just it's just oh man, it really it really puts you in a place. You know what I'm saying? So that's my favorite record on the album. And it's it's tough to come up with a top three on this album because everything is is the truth. Absolutely. So yeah, man, this is this is this is a great album. So
1: I got a I got a little gem, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm gonna tell you what's what's so crazy about this album in regards to the grand scheme of things at the time right so michael jackson was huge you know what i'm saying and you know little sis gotta come you know she she gotta do what she what she gotta do you know what I'm saying? I, I would i want you know what i'm saying i want my own i'm doing this my own way you know what i'm saying and i feel like that that's why this control thing is so big because it was like that was the point it was like i'm taking control of of of, of my content of of my life of my perception, you know what I'm saying? All of that. Like, I, I just want to be who I am. And it's, it's just like, this album is right. the, just a classic R&B record, yo, pop record as well. You know what I'm saying?
0: Right. Right. Yeah, no, that's true. You know, cause the, the, the first two albums, obviously, you know, were probably under the control of her dad, you know what right. I mean? Cause she was a younger girl and, you know, she had to be managed and all of that. But yeah, you know, um, you know, usually when you get 18, you, you know, you think you're grown. So it's like, you <laughs> right. know, I'm, I'm taking over. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? But it it worked out. <laughs> you know what I'm Absolutely. saying? I mean, either you, you have a copy, have heard it. If you haven't heard it, take some time this week and listen to Control. Uh, it's the 35th anniversary of the album this year. This is uh, a must have in your music collection. If you love music. Um, So we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. Remember, love is patient. So try to be a little bit more patient this week. Take your time, lay back. And uh, we out of here, bro. Absolutely.